Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. All right, what's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, baby mom, baker, millennial, co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. It's also Emma, sleepy person, teacher, on a fertility journey, New Yorker. Welcome Mm -hmm. to the pod. Welcome, friends. Welcome, strangers. Probably mostly friends. Mostly friends. I don't know, though. You never know. You never. I mean, we still we have all those people who've listened like one time from like many different countries at this point. That's true. Mm-hmm. One person from each country representing. Exactly. Who listened to five minutes and turned it off, I imagine. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, how are you, sleepy person? How are you feeling um, other than sleepy? <laughs> I'm extremely sleepy and tired. I was I've been immersed in the world of the act, the Hulu show from like 2019 and I will get into that. But I was literally watching that up until like the moment we started recording. So wow. that's where my head is. And I don't know I anything started... about that. Yeah, I'm going to tell you all. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, now I'm doing good. I had extra coffee today. So, and I just I had an it's it because, you know, that's my thing, um, as I've reviewed previously. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good right now, pretty energized. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. Had, had a, ha- did have kind of a rough start to the day, which I will also get into later. Oh, um, no. I need to review sort of the first real action of my day. Um, but uh yeah we can get into that later yeah i definitely really want to hear about that i i I, okay my first instinct was to pretend i had no idea what you're talking about even though of course i know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. and i'm excited to hear all the details because i need the full story because well all right well should i just get into the review yeah because we're really we're really dangling yeah dangling the carrot i don't feel like that's burying the lead whatever i don't know i don't i'm not really good with phrases Um, ex (laughs) exactly exactly that's what's happening right now um okay i would like to start out with a review of when you break a key into a lock so that then you cannot use the lock anymore or the Um, key or the key (laughs) or the key for that matter because it's an half um I'm gonna give that a two out of ten. So, and I, it's two. Out, I think probably in general zero out of ten. This yeah, particular situation was a two out of ten. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting a whole two. So that is because so this was at work. This is at work, not my house. This happened in my house. This happened in my car. Those are definitely zero out of ten situation. If it happened while I was in work, locking me inside, that would be a zero out of ten situation. But this locked me out of work. Um, mm-hmm. prevented me from working delayed my shift by two hours um, which is what makes it a two out of ten because mm. um, I just didn't work early but okay so so picture this picture this reviewers picture this Emma um, I'm you know I get up in the morning get dressed have my coffee have my breakfast ready to go it's going to be a busy weekend there's events going on in the city of Vallejo um, I arrive at my workplace at about five minutes to 5 a.m. No one else comes to work until seven. I am alone for two hours at least. Um, I, the key 
is always like the door the door is kind of messed up it's a little bit off where it's supposed to be so in order to turn the key I have to kind of lift the door like I have to push up on the handle and it's kind of sticky and annoying because it's not perfectly aligned it's like extremely irritating every day that I work it's annoying and like takes me a while to re especially the locking it is really Mm -hmm. difficult because I have to get the door lined up exactly how it's supposed to so I'm regularly putting stress on this key because the door is jammed and this is a key that everyone uses we have like one of those key lock boxes it's not my personal key wasn't new when I like I wasn't given a new key when I start working there this is the key that everyone uses when they lock up and when they come in um Mm -hmm. so today I'm just going into work put the key in the lock twisting it get about halfway through twisting it and then I'm just like oh wow that turned really easy and then I look down and in my hand is half of the key <laughs> the no. other half is stuck in the lock and I'm just like fuck like because it's just like immediately my mind is racing like what can I do about this and you know what nothing and I know that both my bosses are asleep so I'm gonna text and call them to see if hopefully one of them can come down and do something because there is another door to the restaurant that I've never seen anyone like open or close with a key, but I'm assuming it's the same key that I've just broken in half. And I know the owner has a copy. So I text the owner, no response. I call the owner, no response. I mm-hmm. text the head chef. He calls me like immediately back being like, and he's is, like, wait, like with that, like sleepy voice, just being like, Fran, what the fuck? What the fuck happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I was trying to open it. So then he tells me, that he's going to be there in a half hour because he was like dead asleep. Um, and I'm like, oh, great. He must have a spare key. Uh, I go at first. I'm just like waiting outside. The, I'm kind of seeing if I can like pry at least the half of the key out of the lock with like another key or something. And then I'm like, this is not working. I'm just going to go. I don't really want to be fucking around with the key to the restaurant looking like I'm breaking in in mm. darkness in oh, downtown yeah. Vallejo. <laughs> Forgot about the darkness. Yeah. 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 And it's like five, so it's not like the, a particularly sketchy time of night, but it still is downtown Vallejo. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go sit in my car. Um, so I sit in my car. A half an hour passes, or about 35 minutes passes. Um, my boss, who I talked to, he calls me, um, and he's like, are you just waiting outside? And I'm like, well, I'm waiting in my car. And he's like, well, fuck. Well, I'm not going to be there for like another 30 minutes. So maybe you should just go home for now and I'll call you when I'm on my way. And I'm like, okay. So this is what awards the two points that I had, which is that I got to go home. That is nice. Yeah. And so I like went home. I went inside. I like put on a pot. Like I made a French press because it's now getting closer to when Steven wakes up. Sylvia and Steven are both still asleep when I get home, but I like boil water and grind coffee. So I'm making a pot for Steven and me now. I like literally I'm like, I literally don't know what to do. Like I have no idea. I have, you know, it'll, it's a, maybe like a seven minute drive for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I have like 20 minutes, 25 minutes chilling. So I just like make coffee. I make second breakfast. Um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have oatmeal in the morning when I wake up and then like a, an hour later, I'm like ready to eat again. So I just had like an apple with peanut butter. Cause I had literally just eaten breakfast, but I'm like, I'll just eat more out of stress. And I just like sit with a book and I like read for a while. And then I realized that like, now it's six forty. Um, so a half an hour from that first half hour, 
should have put him calling me by like 610. Mm-hmm. And it's 640 now. Um, so then I text him just being like, is there any update on the key? Because like, I also like need to get in and do my shift. So then mm-hmm. he calls me and he says he's on his way to the restaurant then. So like meet him there. So I go meet him there. Um, sorry, this is just like, I'm really going on about this. Um, I meet him at the restaurant. He is walking away from the door towards his car and he sees me and he's just like, get in the car. And I'm like, okay. So then yeah. I get in the car <laughs> and then we go drive to um the owner's house and she gives us a spare key and then we drive back to the restaurant and like when do we so we go back to the owner's house and like she gives us a spare key so then we can get in so i also have i have to ask the question to the head chef being like so what was your plan like what did you come to the restaurant with that you told me to meet you there and he brought a hammer that he was gonna try and use like a crowbar to just fucking (laughs) basically fucking break the door Oh God! <laughs> Even though a spare key exists by the owner that opens the other door that would not gonna require say, to destroy the door. There must have been another door. <laughs> there is another door and there is a key to it that the owner has. And this is the other thing. So like, it's not just like, well, we couldn't, he, he had tried to call the owner also and only was able to contact her by calling her boyfriend who actually heard his phone and then woke up and woke her up. That's so um, funny. But also, so the head chef literally lives in the same house as the owner <laughs> it's like split so he it's like a duplex so he lives above her that's so crazy. Like he also could have just gone and like banged on their door hmm. or like any like or like called like it's not like he doesn't know them i don't know it's just like it seems like it seems like the kind of situation where you would just wake them up immediately and be like we need the spare key like call the boyfriend immediately um yeah Instead of sort of waiting and trying to destroy the door with a hammer. Um, but whatever. I got into my shift like a little bit before 7 instead of at 5. Um, and then ran around like a crazy person uh, to get my shit out on time. And it ended up being fine. And they paid me for the time that I was just like waiting around because like I was supposed to be there and like was yeah. at work on time. And it was not your fault. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. And they didn't, they didn't make it. They like did the head chef make fun of me a lot in the morning um to make himself feel better about the fact that i woke him up at five in the morning and he had to have this really annoying morning like yes he did um but it was overall they like didn't they like he did acknowledge and say to me like that this wasn't my fault and it's like not that big of a deal um because like they're not mad at me about it it's like it's because their door is fucking shitty and this has just been sort of a long time coming like it was gonna break on somebody it happened to be me at five in the morning when fucking no one's awake um but yeah so that's how i started my day with sort of a two out of ten incident do not recommend um yeah do not recommend yeah that sounds like not the best start to your day i would be very stressed i would not be having fun i stress ate a lot throughout my shift (laughs) out of this anxiety i would rate stress eating honestly i've been doing a lot of that in the past like few weeks i feel like and i don't know i mean sometimes i want to rate it like an eight out of ten because i love to eat and i'm usually eating really good things but then i did and i shared this with you not long ago the other day i ate so much so (laughs) consistently all day that i had really bad acid reflux and threw up at the end of the day and that was a zero out of ten for me so the stress eating's a real it i would say can vary anywhere between zero and eight today it was much more in the eight zone 
I was stress eating pesto walnut tomato scones that were like two days old and could not be sold anymore that I just like retoasted <laughs> and was eating that. And then like one of the line cooks overcooked some fried chicken. So it was just like kind of dark fried fried chicken stress ate that stress ate some little ends of flourless chocolate cake um, okay first off wait i have good. so much to respond to when yeah. i feel like that day that you threw up i was blaming it on the the five cups of coffee or the five different like coffee drinks that oh that was, that, that was that was definitely part of that was <laughs> that's a lot of coffee <laughs> that's a lot of coffee but it was it was the combo of like not only just having so much coffee but then like like the nausea and acid mm-hmm. reflux of that but yeah. like i've had acid reflux before and i don't throw up like you have like the normal acid reflux yeah. like maybe you feel something back in your yeah. throat. but the fact <laughs> that i threw up was definitely because i had five cups of coffee and then was continuously eating all day and like eating like very rich foods okay well let to me the tell point that made my myself dinner. feel sick yeah because yeah please speaking of that (laughs) so okay so adrian's at a concert tonight so i'm home alone don't tell don't tell anyone (laughs) Um, and the cat's away (laughs) exactly so i was like okay so adrian doesn't really like soup so i was like okay i'm gonna go get soup i'm gonna get soup from the soup bowl Mm -hmm. um so i walk myself over there well first okay before i do that i make a huge instacart wegmans order and i order all these treats from wegmans including like a pumpkin roll like cake like one of, you know one of those like roulade type cakes mm-hmm. and not a whole cake but sorry like a little slice of it um but then they didn't have the slice so they gave me like a half a cake anyway that was a whole yeah. thing okay um so i had some of that and then i was like okay i'll go get my soup now to be like mm-hmm. healthy and balanced lifestyle mm-hmm. so i went to get my soup walked into the soup bowl their menu which is like chalk it's like half a race. They're out of freaking everything. No. They were out of the soup I wanted. I wanted potato leek. I wanted to put sour cream on it and make it mm. all nice. So instead, I walked straight out of there. Mm-hmm. And my only other option was the fancy Mexican place. Mm-hmm. Because mentally, those were my two options. Yeah. And then I was deciding what to order from there. And what I landed on was nachos mm. and chips and guac. Yes. And now <laughs> some might say these are a bit redundant um, no i feel like i feel you because sometimes you just need more you need more guac you need more chip for the correct ratio and like, they, chips and guac yeah. is like a very healthy meal and nachos <laughs> is like an indulgent meal <laughs> so this place has like really really good salsa too and like they send you a big tub of their salsa whenever you order the guac so oh, i like yeah. also wanted that so that's kind of was my reasoning but yeah mm-hmm. so that was a journey and then i obviously ate that and then now i feel gross but um yeah it's just it's sometimes fine. it happens how would you how would you rate the meal overall though okay so th- okay this is the part i was going to include which is mm. so i dig into the nachos i'm like oh these are be- they're absolutely gorgeous this mexican place is super good mm-hmm. i'm enjoying them enjoying them i do at one point have to pull something out of my mouth which mm. was a strip of plastic no um <laughs> the type of plastic that like covers cheese so like you mm-hmm. know like the thin kind so like yeah. i could see how it would end up in there um, yeah. and i did continue eating the nachos oh well yeah um, i mean that's not like an unsanitary thing like it's not good you wouldn't want to eat plastic but it's not like you found like a hair where then you're just thinking about like human filth in your food it's just like true. oh you opened the sour cream and like a little bit got in there or something yeah I would definitely still eat it. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Also, yeah. One hair like doesn't even gross me out that much either, to be honest with you. I just have to not think about it too hard because I, yeah. I also don't feel like it's that gross. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, maybe that's just us. We may have alienated yeah. some audience members. Maybe that, that should be know. our question for the week. Like, <laughs> if you find a hair in your food, do you keep eating it? I think or that should plastic. be our Spotify question. <laughs> or plastic. <laughs> or what, 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 <laughs> how, do, how do we make an expansive enough but snappy question? Um, <laughs> we'll have to discuss that off there. Okay, well, <laughs> all right, fine. Uh, okay, wait, wait. So what, what are you rating the meal with the plastic, so with the feeling the- gross, but the deliciousness <laughs> and the delicious salsa? Honestly, and because I was already kind of like satisfied going into it because I'd already eaten this like pumpkin roulade slice or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a six because mm-hmm. the plastic, it would have been much higher without the plastic but i felt a little weird about it afterwards and um mm. so it's a six but you know what a six isn't bad a six That's is not barely good yeah and how do you rate the restaurant overall this restaurant i actually love it's near to my heart i would give mm. it it's expensive so that has to knock it down a few pegs mm-hmm. so i'd say eight out of ten Eight out of ten. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Six out of ten meal from eight out of ten restaurant. Not a deal, but it happens. You know, people, it does happen. People Say have off vie. days. Say lovey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I could just change the subject really quick, because I don't really have something related right now. Okay, perfect. Um, just really quick beep boop beep boop data processing, data processing. More data. Um, I need to refer to back to a couple episodes ago oh, when yeah, I reviewed Rafi or yeah. as my husband says Rafi um, mm-hmm. don't know what is correct my husband has informed me that he is Armenian Canadian so it's probably not Rafi to which I say well say la vie <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh so okay and i remember basically saying that raffi had written a bunch of the songs that he did and it turns out that was false that was just just not true i believed you so much too i was like wow that's amazing well no because i i definitely like i just like misread the wikipedia article i think i was reading something that was just telling me like the songs he performed and like became hits and like i Mm. thought i what i thought i had read was that he wrote those songs like I think it was like I was like wow Raffi did all of these and then it was like oh he played them he did not write them it's like Down by the Bay not a Raffi song <laughs> um, Baby Beluga is so it was actually kind of a smaller number that he actually wrote I don't think that this changes my rating of Raffi all still out of ten out of ten okay. child musician I have something else for the data corner though so I'm glad you brought us here mm-hmm. which is um, we've had another vote another voice added to the conversation about mm. um sweeping versus mop sweeping i love this is like vacuuming. our longest like our <laughs> longest running thing is like so boring and i love it it's really vital i just wanted to say shout out to um my childhood friend jill she's Woo! weighed in she's weighed in and she sweeps so she's on your team girly yeah jill i love that Oops. i love i love to hear it you know what i was doing actually a little bit before this podcast what sweeping i was fucking sweeping i was sweeping but you know what i was also doing uh this week though that it does lead into vacuuming as i was fucking vacuuming <laughs> yes so not only i think i already talked about how i got i ordered a shark it was called the shark navigator i looked it up before we recorded um it's purple um i believe it was delivered but i don't know that i had used it much uh the last time i talked about it oh yeah how is it um it's fucking great it cleaned the shit out of my rugs um 
like literally the inside it's like a bagless vacuum it was fucking straight up dune inside of that canister (laughs) like you know it's clear so you can see just like the fine particulate dust that was collected off of like literally like a three by five rug like a very small rug it was absolutely horrifying it's so So disgusting yes and so satisfying and then i have used the shark multiple times to vacuum my floors I do love the convenience. And I mean, that was a thing. Like, I was raiding a broom, but it's like, I do also love a vacuum. That isn't to say that a vacuum is not a wonderful tool. Um, Sylvia is scared of it. I would rate my vacuum probably like a 7 out of 10 because it's like a little chunky, is not cordless. So, like, losing out on the convenience and does terrify Sylvia, who has to sort of, like, run away from it and then come grab my legs and try and be in my legs while I'm vacuuming. Um, that's honestly kind of a neutral cause it's really funny. So <laughs> maybe that's not affecting it. Um, but it does, uh, work fucking great. I am so happy to no longer only have my toy vacuum and to have like a real ass adult vacuum. Um, and it swivels so good. We love a shark for that reason. The shark just like has a great, has great swiveling mechanisms. That is so great to hear. And I'm so sorry if you heard any background noise there, guys. I was taking my fertility medicine live on the air because oh snap, that I am anal about taking it at the exact same time every day. So it waits for nobody. But anyway, I was interested in what you were saying. And I'm really glad that the vacuum is working out because I love a vacuum. Yeah, dude. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Um, and then this isn't related to data or um, the, the, I was going to say the robot, the, the robot vacuum that I have. Um, but also we forgot to shout out. We got another review on Apple podcasts from, uh, I think it was Shay Z says. Yes. Um, thank you for the review. We love you. We see you. You're the best. Reminder to everyone, rate, review, subscribe, and you'll get a little shout out. Oh, yeah. I told Shay in person, too. I was like, thank you, brother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that is the best. Yes. Dude, wait. Okay. I need, I need your thoughts on this. Speaking mm-hmm. of my fertility medicine that I was just taking. Okay. Oh, yeah. How weird would you feel if you – okay. Well, I guess I'll just speak in the first person. Okay. So I opened, <laughs> I opened my um, Letrozole this month, and it's supposed to be 10 pills. You take two a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. So five days. And, like, it says that everywhere. On the bottle, it says quantity 10. On the packaging, it says quantity 10. It's obviously saying take two a day for five days. Like, it's very, very clearly spelled out. Mm-hmm. I open the bottle, and there is 14 pills inside. What What would you do? Hmm. One, I'm impressed that you counted. Like, I guess well, that's I was a like, significant a enough lot. difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I- I I don't know. I'm such a fucking idiot though with my medicine. I feel like I don't even view inside. Um, Isn't that weird? That is weird. I feel like I would call the pharmacy or call my doctor and check. I, dude, okay. Thank you for bringing that up because maybe I would do that if I hadn't literally spent over an hour while at work, people, while at Mm -hmm. work trying to navigate trying to just field calls from all of the people involved in the fertility medicine field like okay Ugh. sorry i just i need to go off on this for like one second no please go off it's like okay so if you think of 
think of who might call me for for fertility medicine right you're thinking okay like i got we got our fertility clinic they might call me sure Mm -hmm. we've got our insurance they might call me sure then we've got this other agency totally separate from our insurance that contracts with our insurance to be like the prior authorization agency and so Mm. they just like to call and say yes this cycle is authorized and i'm like okay why are you calling anyway and then (laughs) there's our pharmacy regular pharmacy but then there's the special other pharmacy that does injectable medicine and has to deliver stuff straight to your house. So that's like a whole separate pharmacy. Then also we have a separate insurance that's just prescriptions and not the medical insurance. So like I truly, I was like truly on the verge of tears today, just trying to figure out if something, if, if a medication was covered because people like the insurance was calling me asking, Hey, like, is this covered? Like, I don't know. And I was like, I can't figure it out. Yeah, it's like, should you know? Like, what the fuck? That's not your fucking job. That's what it was. It was actually the injectable pharmacy calling and saying, hey, we need to ship this like today. But like, we can't. Mm. We haven't heard from your stuff if it's covered. Whatever. It was a huge, 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 huge. like, suck my dick. Just send me my fucking medicine. I was like, can you send it? And then they were like, okay, well, you're going to have to pay out of pocket of just like as if you don't have any insurance. And I was like, well. I guess that's what we have to do because it has to arrive tomorrow. Yeah, it has to be signed for. Anyway, wow. so it's, it's such. It's literally such. That's a... horrible. How much out? Do you mind if I ask how much out of pocket it was? Yeah, I love to complain. Um, it was one hundred and thirty dollars, so it could be a lot worse. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of money, though. Like, not it's... everybody has one hundred and thirty dollars just throw down fucking randomly for something that their insurance should be covering at least part of. Exactly. And like we paid it again. We paid it last month, folks, because we had a failed IUI last month. So it's like, anyway, it's just What's that it sucks. Everything do, sucks. You, do you have to like file a claim through your insurance and they can reimburse you or something? Uh, what I discovered f- from all the phone calls today is I think that one of the medicines that I was prescribed just like straight up is not covered by our insurance, which like I just Sick. have accepted. Yeah. So yeah. it's fine. Um, but it took a it took a while for me to get there. Wow. Well, so what would you rate our uh, the healthcare system? <laughs> our healthcare system in America, I rate negative a thousand million out of ten. Really yeah. bad. Our yeah. personal insurance, I have to rate it a little bit higher. I have to give our personal insurance a two out of ten because Adrian works for the government, and so he gets a good deal on the health insurance, and I appreciate that every day of my life i appreciate that that is great that's great i'm glad yeah. i'm glad that it made it all the way to two and honestly yeah. that's kind of the best we can hope for yeah damn dude that sucks that that's our TGC corner i guess that's all i really got from that. but i didn't <laughs> even sing my song do you want to can you make up like an outro song for this time yeah now we've seen if we can have a baby and tbd very good very good i loved that um well if we can just completely change gears because i have kind of a nice little review to do okay good Um, you should have a nice one after too okay perfect what time is it i don't know it's time for the motherhood minute did you like that i want to go low (laughs) it's not related at all to the review i just kind of wanted to try something new okay First of all, I need to ask you on air, did I review waterboarding Sylvia a couple weeks ago or did I just tell you about it? Um, I think you just told me about it. 
Okay, great. Because that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna inform this review. So I want to review repotting plants in the outdoors with Sylvia, with my baby. Um, which I'm gonna give a a seven out of ten. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Um, so that's what I was doing a little bit before this. I did that this afternoon after work. Uh, I have some friends coming over this weekend. And I had some house plants that are in were in like ugly plastic pots, and I have some very nice ceramic pots outside. So I was like, I'm gonna repot them, which for me is always iffy because I do not have a green thumb. I really like my plants. I have a lot of plants. I also kill a lot of plants like pretty regularly. Like when I went to repot one of my plants, I was like, this plant no longer has roots. This is a dead plant. Mm-hmm. Um, it just like hadn't like fully destroyed itself yet. Um, so that one just got thrown into the yard. Um, but anyways, I was like, well, I'll repot these because then they'll look nicer and they won't die yet. And then I'll have like these nice looking house plants in my house and my friends come over this weekend. Um, nice. and then if they die in the next week, that'll suck, but like whatever. Um, so I'm with, it's just me and Sylvia at home. So I take her outside with me. Um, and I like get my pots together. I have the hose, I got my soil and she just like pops a little squat next to me so cute in her like deep squat which I just like love I like love the way that babies just chill in a squat all the time (laughs) I do like that too 10 out of 10 to squatting babies it's so funny and so cute um and she just like moved because I had you know I have little rocks and stuff around that sit on my plants so I've like moved those to the side I'm trying to like move my plants around and she just hung out next to me and just moved rocks from one pot to another one Mm. pot to another picking them up then sometimes a handful of dirt move it from one pot to another and she just like did that the entire I was repotted like four different plants and she just like chilled and did that and had a great time and then I have the hose and she got very interested in that has a little mist function on it because it's like one of those little spray nozzles that's got all the different settings on it nice so then I was misting her and she was loving it then she then I like there was water on our little we have like a cement patio that I was working on and I was hosing it off um to get all like the dirt and the soil off of it mm-hmm. and then she just went and lay down in the puddle and then she was marching around splashing around in the water and it was just like so cute she was being such a little perfect babe and she just like hung right next to me and like had this great time nice. and now what you're thinking is just like why did Fran talk about waterboard- waterboarding Sylvia that's because I also did this a few weeks ago with her. I've tried to repot a single plant. Um, or maybe it was a week ago. I have no concept of time, to be honest. <laughs> Neither do I. So at this juncture, at this at that time that I tried to do it, um, I had taken her over to where I have all of my like pots stacked, all my little planters. I have them all stacked up along a fence. Um, I took her over there, have a plant. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I don't have the hose ready. The hose is plugged into this, like, mister thing we use and turn on for Sylvia to play in. And I need to put the, like, spray nozzle on it. This is going to take me 45 seconds. Sylvia's mostly in eyesight or at least close. And she was being very cute and moving rocks from one planter to another. I'm like, what a perfect baby that I have. I'm going to go get the hose. I go get the hose. I unscrew the mister, I stick my spray nozzle on. This is maybe takes me one full minute, which let me tell you, there's a lot of things I do that take me a full minute um, (laughs) that require me to be not looking at Sylvia for a full minute. And I would say 90% of the time it's fine. 10% of the time it's not fine. 
and I will not learn my lesson from this. I just like will not. And they keep doing shit like this. Um, so when I come back with a hose, I see that Sylvia has both hands covered in very wet soil. And there is also soil all over her mouth. So she definitely just took a fistful straight to the mouth um, <laughs> while I was over with the hose. And so I immediately take the hose, turn it on shower and just like blast her in the face. Because in my mind, I'm immediately like Sylvia's going to get fucking worms. Sylvia's eating dirt. I don't want to deal with this shit. So I'm going <laughs> to try and clean her. And like, I just don't even think about it. It's just like completely impulse. I'm just like, <laughs> holy shit. And I just go and I just hose her down straight in the face. And she's just like, wah. <laughs> um she didn't love it she also didn't hate it though because she does love playing in water um but uh yeah it's so i did waterboard sylvia unfortunately and that's why it's a seven out of ten not like a ten because i felt like we had a real 10 out of 10 situation today but i'm like but sometimes she you turn her back and then she's just eating soil and you have to waterboard your baby and then that sort of takes down the rating a little bit you gotta do what you gotta do Mm-hmm, exactly sometimes keeping your baby safe means waterboarding them <laughs> you can take that yeah. to the bank agreed i mean mm-hmm. yeah sounds sounds like it mm-hmm. and that concludes um, my motherhood minute nice well i'm like okay how to connect to this how to connect to this i don't have i don't have any connection <laughs> but <That's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> can i introduce you to a new segment which <gasps> is classics corner Ooh okay. yes let's just go ahead and improv a classics corner song okay Mm, okay um, how about can i give you a beat and then you can yeah. improv some lyrics okay, okay i'm just gonna give you a little classic film classic film corner <laughs> okay yeah that was okay. really good that one better than i got expected okay <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay i loved that um, but I know everyone's on the edge of their seat to listen to my review of Casablanca. Ooh, that is a classic. <laughs> Only the best, most cutting edge reviews. Yes. Um, so we watched Casablanca and I do have a lot of thoughts. Have you seen it? Um, I have not recently, though, like many oh. years ago. So good. So okay, cool. So then, I mean, I feel like I can say spoilers then because it's literally been out for so long. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need to worry about that. I had a lot of thoughts about this. Okay, I had high expectations because I was looking at lists of like best movies of all time. It's always on there. You know, it's always up near the top. Mm-hmm. So I had really high expectations, and it didn't quite. It didn't quite go there for me. It didn't quite mm-hmm. go to like best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. There were things I liked about it, which is um, Ingrid Bergman. I think I always get her name mixed up with Ingmar Bergman. Anyway, Ingrid mm-hmm. Bergman, gorgeous. Love to look at her beautiful mm-hmm. carries charisma True um, that. the scenes in the bar with all the music i loved all the music i feel like it was like almost a musical like there mm-hmm. were so many musical scenes which i loved mm-hmm. uh, and i thought that was kind of those scenes were kind of cool in the way that they were shot like across the busy bar and stuff but one thing that was disappointing for me actually okay two things the most mm-hmm. disappointing thing to me was the leading man What's his name? Mm. Hum- is it Humphrey Bogart? I believe so. I believe so. Um, what's the deal with him? <laughs> I mean, his name is Humphrey Bogart. I mean, what do you when expect? When I hear Humphrey Bogart, and I think, you know, most famous film of all time, I'm expecting a attractive man. I'm expecting <laughs> a hot man. And it's that is not time. what I was given. I was, was not different- given that. 
it was a different time. And they didn't have the big hunks like they do today. Did they have anyone attractive at all? That's my question. Because <laughs> he was not giving. <laughs> oh, my God. But did you not His think His pants that? were too high. He was so... He was just... I he know. was old. He was not cute. I'm going to say... I don't remember anything from this movie. So that's how well it stuck with me. Okay. Um, I watched it in a time. I th- I'm pretty like, this is definitely the kind of movie that Steven would make me watch. Cause he loves to watch classic movies um, that we probably watched in college. I probably fell asleep for most <laughs> of it. I have this idea that I've seen it. It's very possible <laughs> that I watched the opening 10 minutes and the closing 10 minutes. There's a lot of movies like that. A lot of movies well, like that. Okay. But my about- Humphrey Bogart, I find when I think of him inoffensive and like, I don't know, he's not my cup of tea, but I also don't find him like shockingly unattractive either, which seems to be your reaction. I feel like I was expecting like a James Dean or something, you know what I mean? Like a real leading, leading guy. But okay, I can see his appeal in the like, I'm a mysterious man with like a low voice and I'm just kind of shady and mysterious or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's fine. I get that. I just, it wasn't what I expected from like that name like i was expecting yeah someone else but anyway mm-hmm. other you were expecting pointing... more of a hump me bogart <laughs> <laughs> that was so good that was so good um, okay <laughs> wow uh, you're welcome <laughs> okay but the other thing that was disappointing um along those same lines is you know you think casablanca you've heard this line here's looking at you kid right mm-hmm I expected that to be at like a climactic scene and a dramatically delivered fashion of like, wow, this is going to be a moving moment where he's like, here's looking at you, kid. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Instead, it's like he says it like 10 times, like every 15 minutes throughout the film. Mm, It's like more of a catchphrase. It's constantly Mm -hmm. said. And it's also like he's saying it because she's literally like 25 to 30 years younger than him. Like she's Mm -hmm. literally a kid. (laughs) <laughs> because their age difference is so crazy yeah so vast uh so that was disappointing as well but well, that's extremely funny i'm glad we watched it i'm glad we watched it it's important Actually, to watch the classics even if you just shit on them i think that's fine that's very healthy i think yeah we i don't want to do two back to back but i do have another classic film review do you have any classic film reviews Oh, wait, wait. First, do you have a number rating for that one? Did oh, thanks. It? No, I was thinking of um, 6.5. 6.5. All right, not bad. Okay. Um, did, you know what? Okay, I did actually watch a... Well, I don't know if it's a classic, but it is old. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, I watched this a while ago, and I thought about reviewing it and then kept forgetting. So um, I used to run a book club. And for the and sometimes we would watch movies for it. I had to end the book club because I'm like I don't have time for that anymore. Got a baby. I don't read ever <laughs> or watch anything. So I was like, we'll have a final book club meeting. We'll meet in person for the first time since the pandemic started, and we'll watch a movie to make it easy. And nice. we watched The Canterbury Tales, directed by mm. Pasolini. Um, mm. So Pasolini did three movies of these like classic collections of tales. He did um arabian nights he did or oh wait sorry a thousand and one nights i don't remember exactly what i've heard it translated both ways and i can't remember what he actually called the movie sorry um he does canterbury tales and he did the decameron the decameron uh, is or... so 
fucking good. That one, I would say, has to be like 9 out of 10 classic movie. That's um, shocking. I don't can- believe that. No. But okay. <laughs> okay. So, and then I'm just, I'm giving you a little brief. Uh, Arabian Nights, I don't really remember. I think I slept through that one. So that one, I'm going to give a 2 out of 10. 2 is sort of just like, because maybe, I don't really know, because um, I was sleeping. <laughs> um, and then the Canterbury Tales, I want to say, is probably like mm, a... Six or seven out of ten. So Pasolini. So his movies are from this, I think the seventies. They feel very seventies. They're definitely a seventies. Italian director, gay. There is, and he, the lot of the actors that he uses. So I mean, you won't like this if you didn't like Humphrey Bogart. A lot of the actors are like straight up just like random people. So he's like, it's just like there's some fucking weird looking people in these movies. Like there's people with weird faces he does a lot of like close-ups and there's just like random people they're like no. not actors i can appreciate an, a unique face i love a unique face and mm-hmm. a interesting looking person i just i was surprised because i mm. thought this was like some you know because i've heard this name so many times it's like oh he's this leading man like i expected i expected a hunk but I right just, right well you definitely right. don't expect any hunks when you're watching the pasolini movies but they're super funny i mean did you watch what's that it was a movie they made it was about like um Wow, I have no information about it, so this is not going to be helpful. I feel like it maybe is it called The Little Hours with Aubrey Plaza, and like they're nuns. Oh yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, but I saw. Okay, well that's based on one of the stories from the Decameron, and so he has a version of that in his movie of the Decameron, but it's basically just like lots of stories related to sex, a lot of nudity, very funny. Um, but wait, I thought we were talking about the Canterbury Tales. The Canterbury, yes, but so the Canterbury Tales also includes that. The Decameron significantly better, but like just as far as you're like getting the vibe of like these stories. Um, but like we read the body. Canterbury Tales. We read it in high school. It was horrible. There was nothing entertaining in it. There was no sex. From wow, you're clearly forgetting the story where literally a woman puts her butthole out of a window and makes someone kiss it, and pretends that they're <laughs> kissing their mouth, and then they're tricked, and they're like, and she farts in their face. We read that in high school? Yes. <laughs> Dang. I know. Well, it's because I, I remember in high school, at least we like, we divided up the stories. That was definitely the best one. And I think the other one, and like, it's distract. you're distracted by like the language being hard. And then your teenager yeah. like doesn't, like barely wants to exist at all. And definitely <laughs> doesn't want to exist inside the AP lit classroom. At least that was my experience. Yeah. I probably just like didn't read it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that those stories are just, are more fun than uh you realize when you're reading them in high school because they're taught so poorly like the same thing with Shakespeare how Shakespeare has a lot of like very like funny lowbrow jokes in a lot of his plays but then like in high school I feel like that just sort of went over my head and wasn't explained to me and like that's the stuff that I actually would have liked um mm-hmm. but anyway so the Canterbury Tales though yeah still I would say six or seven out of ten because there was a number of boring moments I was also trying to watch it um while also watching sylvia um so i wasn't paying attention as much but it was still it was still entertaining highly recommend watching the decameron um maybe watch the canterbury tales if you like the decameron just to like try something but do 10 out of 10 to the last story in the canterbury tales which includes like basically the story is about like what happens to a corrupt um like a corrupt monk or preacher, friar, I don't remember who this person is, priest, priest, I think is the word I was looking for, um, who's like sort of extorting people for money. And so then he gets taken by an angel to see what happens to all of the like evil priests. And they're literally just getting 
farted out of a giant like paper mache devil's butthole. Um, and you can just look up that scene on YouTube. Just look up the Canterbury Tales Pasolini Devil. I um, it's really good. The I have the absolute least amount of desire to watch that. Like that nothing about what you've shared makes me want to watch any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking send you some links. I'm okay, gonna send you some links. Link. Go watch it. Okay, but now do your do your review. Okay. I wa- I mean this is the whole show now, but I watched um Funny Girl. And I don't want to give you any spoilers because I know you were talking about me watching yes, it. I do want to watch it. I mean, it's okay if you spoil it because I feel like I won't be watching it for like, I don't know. I don't mind. No, I, don't mind. I will not be giving any spoilers. Okay. But I will say um, by Barbara Streisand, I had never like as an adult seen her in a movie. Like I guess mm-hmm. probably when I was younger. But she absolutely deserves everything she's got. She is like, you want to watch her. She's magnetic. You're oh. like, she is a star. I love that she's truly a star like that was the whole she made the whole movie like it wouldn't be a movie without her anyway anyway um so i loved her Mm -hmm. i loved maybe like two of the songs i didn't personally don't think it's like the best collection of songs Mm. um it's so long you guys it's a two and a half hour movie for no reason (laughs) okay that is that's rough that's rough i don't like that and the overall message in terms of like the takeaway main idea is like not a great message for women i feel like i mean also i think it was made in the 70s or whatever late 60s mm. so it was the time also but i'm like yeah just i'm curious after you watch it you got to give the full review and tell me what you think is like the main idea because it didn't sit with me great all right because you're saying the main idea was a little backwards yeah exactly regressive okay okay we'll have to we'll have to come back to the classics corner like it was basically in my opinion saying like woman woman don't have ambition like Mm. it'll it'll come back and bite you in the face yeah although i mean sometimes i feel like i should have no ambition like i do identify with that (laughs) message from time to time oh but barbara's gotta be a star that's true she needs ambition and she is a star yeah um wait can i do another quick video oh please we're out of the classics corner of course but um everything i've been thinking about this whole week has been the act on hulu okay (laughs) this is someone someone who's watched this like i need to talk to you about it i think it's from 2019 it's got an all-star cast okay it stars joey king it stars chloe Sevigny, patricia arquette from Mm. boyhood and it's got everything it even has jennifer lewis i think is her name she comes in at a great time it's got such a good cast and it's got freaking munchausen that's the main thing that's the main thing um but if you like true crime which i enjoy watching a true crime thing here or there or just a crime thing here or there Mm -hmm. um it's very well done it's really gonna get you on the edge of your seat it's good guys it's really good i've got approximately 30 minutes left in the whole series so i think i can fairly review it i can't believe that you have so graciously allowed us to do the podcast recording at this time when you're so close to finishing the series like like I do not say that in jest like that I feel like was very big of you to like not push us this back well luckily I'm I already like know everything you know what I mean like I've, I've mm. reached I've we've passed the climax and so mm. now we're just kind of 
in the resolution of it now all. Now you're just doing pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a good show. I don't know anyone who's watched it. Um, but hit me up. I love that. You have. Do you like what? What do you think of Boyhood? I was gonna ask you uh, what you thought of that because you brought it up. Um, I remember enjoying it and also thinking that it was completely pointless and stupid. Okay, yeah, I have to love Linklater. I think it's his name because we mm-hmm. love the um, the freaking sunrise mm, before sunrise. The before trilogy is very, 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 very special to me. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Um, Boyhood, I thought it was interesting. I kind of walked away from it being like who cares about a boy yes yes exactly (laughs) but yeah yeah. and like especially like i've just like i felt like it was very like not i don't feel like it showed anything particularly unique i didn't feel particularly attached to the character i know some people that really liked it basically i remember when it came out i remember talking to this boy or i guess Man. Yeah, boys love it. Boys, boys love, love it. it, especially because this it was like the the movie tracked the same years. Like like he would have been the same age. Mm-hmm. So for him, it was very like like the atmosphere and everything like really connected to that. And to me, I just like it didn't it didn't connect. And like the story itself, I felt like was not particularly original or interesting. No. It's like oh, wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I, I am not. I'm not the fan of the Before Sunrise blah 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 trilogy. Wait, are you, you joking? Are. No, I've only I've seen. I saw the first one. Before Sunrise, didn't love it. The best one. I did see Slackers though. As far as Linklater films, again wow, in my college I, years, I liked that one. It's devastating. I feel like this is how you must have felt when I revealed or reminded you that I'm not into Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes, this is this is exactly what it is. Because <laughs> I feel heartbroken. Oh no, but it's fine. We're different. <sighs> Anakin, you don't... you're breaking my heart. We're having you know a real loves... Padme Anakin moment right now. <laughs> I also don't care about Star Wars. I know. But... <laughs> <laughs> but you know who loves the Before trilogy also? Adrian. My, my husband. Yeah, you guys it. are so cute. He gets it. He gets it. Well, you know but who anyway. loves Lord of the Rings and Star Wars? Oh, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> we found our perfect matches. We did. We did. You know, okay, speaking of Lord of the Rings, I wasn't going to review this. We've only watched two episodes so far, but I'll just give a little a little preview and I'll have to come back to it later. Um, we finally started watching Rings of Power, the Amazon Lord of the Rings series. And so far, I'm like a very, like, I want to keep watching it, but it is very, like... Like, Steven was saying he was immediately getting, like, Xena Warrior Princess vibes. I'm just, like, this is for someone who's, like, like, to me, the Lord of the Rings movies are just, like, good movies that I feel like even people who don't love fantasy could enjoy these movies. I don't think that's true of the TV show. Like, I'm into it for the fantasy. I like the story, but, like, it's not, as I'm watching it, I'm, like, hearing people I know making fun of it to me and making fun of me for watching it so i would say like a five or six out of ten so far i'm excited to keep watching and see where it goes though nice and the act i'm giving a nine out of ten sorry i didn't put a number on that oh yes yes very important um Um, sunrise trilogy four trilogy ten out of ten or some people think that at least the one that they saw was more of a six out of ten um is another is another take another take on that (laughs) Okay, I'm trying to decide. I have, like, one last review that I feel like you'll like, and I don't know if I should start with it the next time or we should just do it. I feel like maybe we should just do it. 
to a good one if it's a good one i'm excited i, I feel like it's a good one no i know it is sorry i was a question if it's good okay i would like to put a review on the photo booth application that came on mac computers like macbooks in the aughts Yes. Are you you familiar with the application? I know you are. You know I am. <laughs> I know you are. So, like, Steve and I were basically... Okay. I recently opened the photo booth application. People have Max. You know what I'm talking about. It's literally... It's photo booth. It's, like, that's the whole thing. It gives you... It's not giving you, like, all the filters, like, Instagram or Snapchat will have. It's giving you filters, like, here's sepia tone. Here's black and white. Here's the thing that makes it look like you're in a funhouse mirror. Like, it's, like, very, like, simple, basic things. It's, like, an old program. But it was, like... It came out before we had fucking phones that could take pictures. Exactly, exactly. It came out before we just like all had cameras in our pockets at all times. And like there weren't Snapchat and Instagram didn't exist. We didn't have all these cool filters all the time. So it was like the way to be taking selfies. And I recently opened this application on my MacBook and found so many selfies of emma and i throughout the years and me and other friends like me and any friend i hung out with basically (laughs) um in throughout my teens i just would have like a set of like 30 selfies like so (laughs) many selfies from every time we hung out it was incredible to scroll through i rate the apple i feel like it's honestly it's like a 10 out of 10 yeah dude we had such good times and it is crazy to think of a time before iphones and it's like it wasn't that long ago Mm-hmm. Crazy. yeah dude just propping um, up the laptop on the kitchen table so that we could pose uh in front of it and like i just am like i don't know revisiting it and seeing all of the many selfies we took as teens it gave me a lot more like um it put me back in that mind space of like i just can't take that many selfies now without being bored like that's a boring that's activity to me like will <laughs> i take a selfie from time to time to send to people or just for fun yes but i'm taking like a selfie maybe if it looks like shit i'll delete it and then take another one or i think it's funny and send that one out the shitty one but like i feel like we would just take selfies for like hours and i'm like wow the teen mind and it was just a new thing too of like now Mm -hmm. we can take selfies right and it's like the idea of like i feel like as a teenager it's so powerful the idea of like controlling your own image and like knowing what you look like because I also feel like my idea of myself as a teen like was so dysmorphic of just like how I thought I looked and like the taking the pictures I don't know I just think it's very interesting and I'm also so grateful that we were like we were in the very early years of social media and like like we had like I had my space when I was in middle school and most of high school and I got Facebook I think we got Facebook at the end of high school yeah like junior senior year yeah and like I'm really grateful that it wasn't like more than that and like this because like even that I feel like was pretty toxic but I'm really glad that I have this enormous stock of selfies but that they're not for public consumption like I just have this private stock (laughs) of like humiliation for you and I but it's not even humiliating anymore it's just really cute and funny um and I like I love it. It's great. I love that. I had a great time doing that with you. I also was reminded of like having my digital camera, which I like mm. used all throughout college too. Like that's like pretty recent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Anyway. I know. I know. I mean, Stephen and I, I don't think we got iPhones until like twenty sixteen. 
That's very recent, but you guys are a little, a little behind the time. Oh god, we're just a couple Maybe. of luddites. Stephen just he he cracked the screen of his phone, um, oh, and he called Best Buy to like because they have like their little like Apple certified blah 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 to replace the screen, and his phone was like too old for them to do work on. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, he just took it to them like anywhere else, like that's yeah. not one of the Apple certified places. Um, and it was fine. And it replaced in half an hour. It looked great. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, dude. I... Shout out to anyone who remembers Photo Booth. Please write to us if you remember Photo Booth and send us your fuck! selfies. Wait, sorry. Fuck. My whole, <laughs> this whole purpose of me recording this podcast was going to be to express something that now I'll say for the, I'll say for the next episode, but I just want to give you a hint, which mm. is I've discovered the smiths at the age of 30 <gasps> i'm age so happy for you oh dude my God. yes can we we'll start with that in the next one this is a good uh, cliffhanger so yes. good so yes good. oh my yeah. god i, I love, love this i love this so much <laughs> this is a great great way to end it all right everybody we love you reviewers i love you emma my 10 out of 10 co-host this is a wonderful recording yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night Good night. Bye.